some reviews. Disney feature length films. Short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Hello, everyone. Is that your new go-to voice? No. Oh. It was different than last time. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it was a little bit. No, it wasn't. Whatever. Hi, guys. How's it going? This is Let's Get Down to Business. Episode 17? 17. Is that right? 17. Okay. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> We're three away from 20. Yeah. Are, are we bingeable now? I don't think so. Not yet? No, I don't think so. When, when do we... Since they're only like 40, 45 minutes, usually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like you have to have like an all day cash going to be, to be bingeable and also good, which I'm not sure that we are. Yeah. So. Not sure. <laughs> Do you want to listen to this repeatedly? Yes. I mean, this is probably something that Do uh, you somebody could us? put on in the background while they're taking a really long shit or something like that. Do you want to hear us talk all day? Yeah. I know our family doesn't. I mean, it almost, it almost makes me want to kill myself, but. I know when you were making um, your the Cold Beer and Comics podcast, mm-hmm. you and Josh and Chris, and like, Chris would be like, did you listen to it? And I was like, no, why would I want to listen to the three of you talk all day? I already do that. I don't mm. want to listen to you recorded. Yeah, but that's that. only people that know us. And he was like, well, it's because we're funny. Yeah. And I was like. Which is true. He's like, we're edited, so it's funnier. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'll pass. Who this week... We had a short, yeah, and a movie. <laughs> That's, we're really changing it up. I know we like to mix it up <laughs> on you guys. Um, our short this week is Figaro and Cleo. Figaro, as in Pinocchio fame, and also Cleo, and also Cleo. <laughs> and then our movie was Alice in Wonderland. So, like we said, we're there, guys. We're in the shit currently. We, I thought we just got out of the shit. No, I mean like into like the substantive stuff. Sub- is substantive substantive? I'm pretty sure it is. Mm. I think it's different from substantial. We are into the stuff of substance. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, let's talk about Figaro and Cleo. That was created in 1943 in Technicolor. Mm -hmm. So after Pinocchio. Yeah. What year did Pinocchio come out? Uh, It's all a blur now. I think it was 1940, I want to say. No. Are you sure? Was it? Because Snow White was 1938, I thought. True, true. Yeah. it's. I mean, we're 17 movies in. I can't remember anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so it's about eight minutes, eight and a half minutes long. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's about Figaro the cat and Cleo the fish. So go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> go ahead with what? You're the one that explains the shorts and I explain the movies. One of these days I'm going to make you do this shit, but like, like everything else with the podcast. <laughs> I do all the work on this no, podcast. I uh, no, so Figaro and Cleo starts with Figaro the cat and Cleo the fish just chilling out in a kitchen as animals are wont to do. Uh, I want to do. <laughs> and the maid comes in uh, after she catches Figaro. Well, no, Figaro isn't trying to eat Cleo yet. Because there's a song that's playing, and it's very upbeat and happy. And pretty much just talking about how Figaro and Cleo are friends. Mm-hmm. And how he would never eat her or harm her. And for, I mean, Cleo, he's thinking about it. Figaro's thinking about it. I, I don't think that he was initially. But either way, so the song continues, and he's just kind of doing his own thing. And he, like, gets, like, a a toad mania type of thing. And it, it, he, like, grows these tiger stripes and his face changes. Kind of <laughs> like he's, like, uh, channeling his inner aggressiveness or something like that. 
And it's like, oh, is he going to eat Cleo? But then he just turns right back into his regular self. Well, for whatever reason, he does something to anger this maid, and she's going to feed him. He's just she's, getting she, into shit. Yeah, He's she's, a cat. Yeah, like getting into some yarn and making a big mess of the joint. So she's like, I'm not going to give you any milk. So he's pissed off about that, and I think maybe his starvation or his want of the milk is contributing to his hostility towards Cleo. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> kicks it into yeah. overdrive, this like... And then, uh, it, and then it turns into like a total, uh, I don't want to say like Tom and Jerry kind of thing, yeah. but like... Uh, he 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 definitely turns into like a Tom type of is, is Tom the cat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's just trying to eat Cleo like throughout Tom the cat. throughout the rest of this fucking short. Yeah. And the maid continually catches him and like you know does these various things to try and keep him away, whether it's tying his tail in a <laughs> knot around the, around this chair or like just throwing him off the table or putting him up in a basket. And eventually, it it just works. Yeah. And I... he stops trying to kill this fish. Like that—that that, that is that is a that is a uh, a theme you're going to notice in this specific podcast is murder, <laughs> <laughs> or or the intent of murder. Now we're a true crime podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, in Tom and Jerry, did they have a human figure? Um, I feel like there was at some point. They, I, obviously, they I wasn't enough of a Tom and Jerry fan. Obviously, they never know. show the face or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it started off pretty slow. Yeah. I was kind of like, this is okay. Especially because as much as I love Figaro and Cleo from Pinocchio and how great they are in that, for this it just fell a little flat. Well, and Uh, I I thought it was just going to be completely lighthearted throughout, which I was like, "Ah, I guess I'm kind of okay with, but I just wanted to see where they were going to go with it. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, and the comparison to Tom and Jerry I think is apt, and I feel like Tom and Jerry do it better. Well, yeah, because they have a, an entire fucking show yes. and a lot of different material to deal with. Yes. But, it was really just playing off the like cat and fish, yeah. cat and mouse relationship dynamic. Yeah, so it was it was okay. Not my favorite, not the worst. No, Figaro's so. they're still very cute. Yeah, they are, and he is a very he's fun when he is getting getting into shit when he's doing cat things. when he's being devious. Yeah, yeah, a little little asshole cat. So we have a couple of those. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah. There's not really much to say about it. Not really. No, it's very yeah. straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this podcast. Yeah. Because we're going to get down to business, you guys. What? Yeah. It's too soon. What? It's too soon to get down to business. We can't do it right now. It's too soon? Yeah. It's too soon. Hashtag too soon. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to review a feature-length Disney film. Yeah. So let's get down to business. <laughs> so let's get down to business. Jesus Christ. Stop beating around the bush. All right. Well, we are out of the package films. Yeah. Last time was Cinderella, so we're out of it now. Yep. We're into the, the good shit. And then, uh, yeah, so this is a full feature-length movie about one central character. <laughs> I was going to, yeah, okay. Yeah. You, you're right. Okay. Okay. And then you can jump in and uh, I will. So Alice in Wonderland yep. was released in 1951 in London, I believe. In Britain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's coming from the novel, I don't know if it's Alice's Wonderland or I don't know the full title. It's by Lewis Carroll. Yeah, the Lewis Carroll novel. Everyone knows it comes from a book. Um, So this is the 13th animated feature. Not hybrid, just straight animated. Runtime was about 75 minutes. I do know that there were Alice shorts in the 1920s that Walt Disney made that were this mix of like live action animation hybrid. They were all black and white, I think think they were no sound but i can't remember um so he did want this one to be a hybrid as well but then he just decided to make it all animation yeah. which 
I mean, like, looking at what happens in the movie, I feel like it'd be difficult to pull it off. Like, it would be like trying to pull off Roger Rabbit yeah. in, in 1950. Back in the 50s, yeah, yeah which is just fucking like, impossible. Yeah. Um, so it started around 1933 that Disney wanted to adapt it, but then Paramount came out with the live-action mm-hmm. version. Um, after the success of Snow White, he ended up buying the rights. Apparently, he's a huge fan of this because he's he's a huge fan of childhood and the idea. So Walt Disney was the Michael Jackson of the forties <laughs> and fifties. Yeah, like he he just thought like the problem with adults is that we grow up and we lose that like child childness, our, our imagination, our innocence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so there, it went through a lot of renditions. There was a lot of material for it, a yeah. lot of more songs, a lot more characters, because they took content from both books, because there's Alice, Alice Wonderland, and then there's Through the Mirror, or The okay. Looking Glass. Um, the other thing I wanted to note was that he brought on Aldous, Aldous Huxley. Aldous Huxley. Aldous Huxley. Jesus Who's Christ. that, babe? He wrote Brave New World. Have you read that? No. It's a, it's like a dystopian novel, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Okay. I haven't read it. <laughs> I lump it in with like 1984 and Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he brought him on to write the script for this, mm-hmm. the screenplay, but he just thought it was too literal. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if he meant literal, like it's too it's too literary. No. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I, oh, really? I figured it was like more on the nose. That's what I think. Maybe he, he stuck too much to the novel, yeah. or it was too literary. But what was interesting to me is Huxley's mother was one of the young girls that Lewis Carroll would photograph. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And we won't even get touch that subject. Oh, right we're, we're going to. Not right now. Not but. right now. Um, so, yeah. So, Huxley's mother was one of the girls that, that Lewis would Lewis Carroll would photograph. So, for Huxley, like, this had meaning for him. Yeah. Like, he was like, yeah, like, like he was really important to him. Yeah. Disney gave him no credit. He wasn't mentioned in the credits. Nothing. Well, Disney is a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so the other thing with this one is our main character is voiced and acted by Catherine Beaumont. Yeah, because they're rotoscoping. Yeah. So much like Cinderella, they had this all acted out yep. on film first. And then they kind of, they had so much footage. Yeah. So much footage, which, I mean, I'll talk about it later, but let's get into it, babe. Let's, let's get <laughs> into this business it's serious business yeah yeah the business of dreamscapes okay let's talk about alice in wonderland um so it starts off with credits this is the first time the actors were credited for the voices that they played in the credits until jungle book yeah yep so that's a first um she so we have alice sitting in a tree with her cat dinah yeah dinah and her sister is giving a history lesson. And it is her his sister because I looked it up. Oh. I know. I thought it was like a mother or a teacher. I just assumed tutor. it was a teacher, yeah. Yeah, because she looks old. Yeah. Um, but she's giving her giving Alice a, a history lesson. And Alice is just like, she's being a kid. She's yeah. like. This, she, she doesn't have shit to do with it. She's like, I don't want to pay attention to this nonsense. Like, I got things to do that are not important. Yeah. She was like, if I had a world, books would have no words. They would just be pictures. I'm pretty sure that exists. I don't know what she's going on about. Maybe not back, you know, whenever this is fucking based. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Um, So basically, she's just talking about nonsense, and her world would be nonsense. And so there's a song about, I don't even fucking know, (laughs) Alice's world, I guess. And when she's done singing, this white rabbit 
in clothes mm-hmm. is running by. And he's like, I'm like. Yeah. And, and she doesn't notice it at first, but the cat does and kind of points it out to her. Yeah. And this, this rabbit's just like, I'm late. I'm late. And he just goes on. So she's like, white rabbit, Mr. Rabbit. Like, yeah. So she starts chasing him and she wants to know, like, what's going on? And he runs into a tree truck. Yeah. And she has no qualms about fucking. Just falling right in. I mean. Yeah. She just climbs in and she falls. Like, literally just free falls. Yeah. Like, Tom Petty free falling. Well, I was, yeah, I was going to say, like, falling to your fucking death. Yeah. And she is she is awfully blasé or just kind of resigned to it. She's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Like, no, you're you're going to fucking die. Yeah, she doesn't have a lot of common sense. Yeah, that becomes readily apparent. <laughs> so anyway, she's in this tree just falling and falling and falling. And suddenly she lands upside down. Yeah. And she gets herself together. She gathers herself up. And she kind of walks down this hallway, and there's doors, and Mm -hmm. these doors get smaller and smaller until she, you know, she's just barely able to crawl through. And then there's a talking doorknob. (laughs) And um, at this point, I was like, why does she want this white rabbit so bad? She's just very curious. She's a child. Yeah, she just keeps saying, like, things are getting curiouser and curiouser, (laughs) which I don't know if is a word. I don't think it is. Yeah. So anyway, this doorknob is like, bitch, I'm not letting you in. (laughs) Like <laughs> no fat chicks. Sorry, you're too big. Yeah, like what the fuck's your problem? Like, bitch, stay out of it. So he tells her, "Well, if you want to fit through this door, then you need to go drink that. <laughs> you shit. gotta drink this. Drink this shit." And she's like, "What? Oh, and he just makes some shit appear on the table." Because apparently, she has never heard about roofies. She just yeah, fucking, yeah, very very much a babe in the woods. Yeah, which you will you will see. So she drinks the shit. And then she turns tiny. Yeah. And she goes out to the doorknob like, all right, dude, let me in. He's like, oh, bitch, so sorry. There's a key up on the table that you now can't get to. But I'll tell you what. I mean, if you were bigger, you could get up on that table. But you got to eat these fucking cookies. <laughs> that like, say eat me. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So and she just rolls out, crushes one of these cookies, gets gigantic, like m- much more gigantic than she intended. She and, fills up the whole space, basically. Yeah. So she's too big again. She doesn't know what the fuck she's going to do. So she starts crying. I mean, I would cry. Like, that's what I do. Crying the hugest tears. And it, at first it splashes the doorknob. And he's like, oh, wh- whatever. You know, just stop crying. It's not a big deal. You're fine. And she continues crying. And it starts to flood the room. And this fucking doorknob is starting to drown, which I'm down with because he's a piece of shit. And <laughs> she... She fucking drinks the the bottle again yeah, the bottle to shrink herself down and ends up in the goddamn bottle. Like she does not learn her bottle. Um, and then she floats through Mr. Doorknob's shitty fucking mouth into the room. I, I'm assuming that fucker drowned. Like that's just how that's how it went. Like, I mean, you're, not, you're, not, you're not getting out of this. But he's an inanimate object. It doesn't matter. He's a fucking inanimate object. He deserves it. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole. Like you're you're a trickster. You're fucking manipula- manipulating young ladies. Like so, Kevin's mad already. <laughs> and so she's floating in this bottle, and she ends up in the ocean. And she's like, "Oh dear, I do wish I hadn't cried so much." You think <laughs> you think? God, have some fucking gumption, girl. So, there's some, like, sea creatures, like a dodo? Yeah. There's a dodo, some starfish. Yeah, uh, some lobsters. Multiple birds that look a lot like the, th- the three caballeros, but they're not, they don't have, you know, the suit jackets and things like that. Yeah, and so she's just like, yoo-hoo, hey guys, help me. help me, and I'm like, bitch. Swim. Like, you you, know? yeah, you have legs, you have arms, <laughs> like, get yourself out of there, come on. 
Talk about grit and fucking... Yeah. Anyway, so this Dodo is a pirate. I don't know why. It's a Dodo pirate. He's just the captain. Yeah, it's captain. And she kind of washes up on this shore, and the Dodo is standing on a rock, and the other animals are running around him. And to he, dry off. Yeah, to dry off. Except the, the problem is the waves keep coming in and getting them wet again. Yeah. And the Dodo's like, I don't know what the problem is. I'm dry. And Alice is telling him, well, Motherfucker, you're up on a rock with a fire. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? So this interaction happens, and Alice starts running into this line with yeah. them, and she gets knocked over, and they step on her face, which was pretty great. Yeah. Seeing her face get shoved into the sand. Um, yeah. So then she sees the rabbit run by. Yeah. Where he comes from. He's in his umbrella, upside down, yeah. like floating through the water. I guess. He's got places to be. He's late for He's something. He's got shit to do. Yeah. We all, like, come on. So she sees him again, and she goes running after him. This leads her into a forest where we meet Tweedledee. And Tweedledum. And Tweedledum. And I don't know what the fuck they're saying. No, neither do I. I couldn't understand. I don't know what the fuck they're saying. I don't know what the fuck they are. (laughs) In the book, they're something else. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Like, they look like a couple of inbred twins (laughs) with these goofy fucking plain spinner hats. I, I can't think of what They're to compare them dweebs. to. Yeah, they look like hum- they finish each other's sentences like they like look, like twins do because twins like, are creepy. They look like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, yeah. Who was supposed to be in the book, or he is in the book? Who probably is inbred, <laughs> which is why he falls apart. That's why he's, he's very <laughs> fragile. He's very fragile as genetics. That's why he's a fucking egg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Alice talks to them, and they get on her about her bad manners. Yeah, because she's kind of a fucking rude kid. She's just in everyone's business. She's just, yeah. It's a very timely film. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, they get on her about her, her manners. And for and, then, s- and then they tell her this fucking story. Yeah. the the cur- About the curious oysters. Yeah. Because they tell her, you know, the problem with you is that she's so curious. Yeah. And. Let, let us tell you what happens when you're curious. Yeah. You would think it would just be curiosity killed the cat. Yeah. Because that's what we all know. But, no. No, we're going to go we're gonna go in we're a different gonna direction. We're going to tell you about the walrus and the carpenter. Yeah. This this fucking uh, anthropomorphic walrus and this carpenter. Who reminds me of the guy from 30 Rock. Which one? Oh, what's his name? The Page. Kenneth? Yes. Okay. He reminded me of Kenneth. He reminded me of Kenneth's character from... His name's not Kenneth. What Jack is his McBrayer. Real name? Jack McBrayer's character from Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Woo! That was a a long I got got you there. I got you there, man. No, I think I got you there. (laughs) Um, So basically, yeah, there's these, this walrus and the carpenter, and they're They're fucking hungry. They're hungry. Are they looking to to build a restaurant initially? I I can't remember how it works. Well, either way, what happens is they go underwater, and you see all these. Uh, kind of anthropomorphic oysters. Baby oysters. They're, they're baby oysters, and you can tell very clearly that these are children. They yeah. make it like they're learning in school like or something like that. They have a little bonnet. They, 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 they have a, a headmistress. Is that what they're called? I thought that was her mom. I thought she was teaching. Maybe maybe it is her mom or, or, or their grandmother or something. I thought it was her mom teaching them a lesson about not to go off with these strangers. I think so. Yeah. So we we get we get a, a cautionary tale, quote-unquote, uh, because all of these oysters, they get out of their shells and they follow Mr. Walrus because I, I think he's, he's trying to show them something for whatever reason. Not unlike Honest John. Kind of <laughs> in that vein. And it ends up in a similar fucking fashion because while he's leading them onto the beach and everything like that to where, to wherever they're going, the carpenter builds 
uh, a restaurant and a kitchen out of just like wreckage that's just chilling out on the beach. So he's a very resourceful son of a bitch. Yeah. And the yeah, wal- the, the walrus comes in. They sit all these fucking children. They're children, you guys. They sit all these <laughs> children down at the table and they're telling them about the menu and things like that. The carpenter goes back to the kitchen to, to start cooking up the sauces and things like that and the dips. And the walrus is describing this, uh, all the stuff to the children because they're children, you guys. They're children. Um, <laughs> And they, they, they cut away as like the, the walrus is looking, uh, very like, like, like he's salivating. Menacingly. Me- menacingly salivating. <laughs> and you see the menu, it says oysters are on the menu. Yeah. And he checks the calendar to make yeah. sure it's oyster season. Yep. And then we cut to the, uh, the carpenter of the kitchen. He's got the sauce already. And he's like, oh, well, let's fucking get this done. We're going. So he goes out. The oysters are gone. You guys, the, ch- the children are gone, you guys. <laughs> and your boy. Mr. Walrus is fucking, you know, dabbing on his lips with a napkin. He fucking killed all of those fucking kids. Like, I wouldn't have a pro- No, I'm serious. I would not have a fucking problem with this if they weren't, like, very obviously sentient fucking oyster children. Like, it's not like... Like, there's no face to it. They're fucking cute kids. And they fucking die. He just straight up... He he, 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 he murdered them. he murdered all of them. You guys, we're just we're telling you. But the, hey, this is a kids movie though. Were, this is a cautionary tale. They were children. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? So, so that's it. This ends. That's it. Like he, you're, like the carpenter chases him around because he's pissed off because he couldn't murder all these fucking kids. Like, yeah, Jack and Burger's <laughs> pissed. Um. So basically, and I would like to state, like, we are not like a meat is murder. Type of uh, couple or people? No, I'm vegan because I'm allergic to right, eggs. To everything, I can't eat dairy. Yeah, I'm not eating vegan because. So please don't, please don't mistake my uh, not annoyance or just like I'm trying to think of the right word. Kevin's okay with eating sentient beings, just not if they're children. <laughs> well, no, like if they have a personality. Uh, because I've, I've even heard that from like cows have personalities. Not, not if you don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. My, my hypocrisy aside. Anyway, so Tweedledee and Tweedledum are telling her this and telling her about the moral about why you shouldn't be too curious. And she says, yeah, that's a great moral if you're an oyster. Yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't learn. And they start fucking telling another story and she just kind of makes her way off. Yeah, because the white rabbit comes. Yeah, because they, they lose track of her. Yeah, so she ends up at White Rabbit's house. She ends up following a, I don't know, she goes through the woods. Yeah. And uh, the white rabbit's coming out because he's still in a fucking hurry. Which, you know, you need to set your alarm clock a little right? bit sooner. Bro, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he, he's on WRT. He keeps calling her Marianne. Yeah. He's like, Marianne, Marianne. And I was like, Marianne's a bitch. And then, uh, he's like, Marianne, go get my gloves. I can't believe you didn't say it right. Marianne's a bitch. Marianne's a bitch. <laughs> That's a song reference, you guys. <laughs> Shut the fuck Of course it is. They know that. And if they don't, look it up. They probably don't even fucking know who Regina Spector is. Give the people some fucking credit. Whatever. Anyway, he's telling Marianne to go get his gloves. So Alice is like, I'm going to go get his gloves. And as she's in there, she sees cookies yeah. that say, eat me. Jesus fucking Christ. And you know what? I've, 
obviously Alice has learned something since the start of the story. We're we're, we're having character development. She's learning things. Psych. The, yeah, yeah, psych. No, sorry. She doesn't learn anything because she's fucking stupid. Yeah. So she eats the cookie. She grows to gigantic proportions. Like, her legs and arms sprout out of the fucking house. The doors and windows. Yeah, like, she has to open the windows at the top of the house so she can see, her, like, her eyes can see. So then rabbits. Put all your hands where my eyes can see. <laughs> Hand check. So then a rabbit's freaking out. Um, he's like, there's a monster in my house. Blah. And then for whatever reason, a lizard is coming by with a ladder. Yeah. And, uh. He's got things to do. And was the dodo part of this as well? Or no? Yeah, no, the dodo, Captain Dodo was there. Cause rabbit wanted Captain Dodo to come and solve the problem for him. Ah, yes. How do I get this gigantic monstrosity out of my fucking house? And dodos are known to be stupid, so. Um. I would argue that this rabbit is significantly more stupid. Yeah. So they're like, lizard, come here. You're like, we need you to climb this fucking ladder. Lizard. <laughs> lizard. And uh, Govna, and go go check on this monster and get her out of there. And because of I don't know if he's like a chimney, a chimney sweep. Yeah, chimney sweep. Yeah, yep. um, but he does something with with the chimney, or I don't know. Somehow she sneezes. He gets into the chimney with the sweep, gets soot down ah. inside the house, which causes her to sneeze. And when she sneezes, he gets blown yeah. out of the chimney. By a lizard. Yeah, off into the horizon. (laughs) So then Dodo's like, well, really, the only thing left to do is burn down the house. Yeah, you may as well. I mean, obviously, (laughs) that just makes sense. Because, you know, murder is the fucking theme of this episode. So let's just keep it it up. This is a movie. This is a kid's book. Uh, So he's trying to, like, yeah, he's, like, throwing, like, scrap wood onto the house, like, ready to start this fire. And Alice is like, I gotta eat something else because it seems whenever I eat something, it happens. So she reaches out and tries to grab a A carrot carrot. from Rabbit's garden. And Rabbit's like, I'm not giving up my fucking carrot. Bitch, I'm hungry. So, but anyway, she ends up eating it and that shrinks shrinks. back down again. Because that's how things work in this world. Yeah. So, at least there's that consistency. Yeah, I guess. World building. Yeah. Even though she's not going to learn anything ever. So she chases Rabbit again, and she ends up going into some flowers because mm-hmm. she's small, small again. Small now, she's yeah, super she's small. tiny again. So there's some bread and butterflies, and rocking horseflies, and talking flowers, which is pretty cool. Yeah, this is all very cool. These are these are fun puns. <laughs> and then um, the flowers are like you know like you want to hear a song because we sing, and then they sing a song called Golden Afternoon, where they talk about dog and caterpillars. Mm-hmm. Also funny, and. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot to it. They pretty much decide that she's a weed. Yeah. Yeah. They hit, they hit her with the uh, the Dumbo elephants thing. They, like, all, all the judginess. Yeah, they sounded like the elephants. And the, and the hierarchy. Yeah. At what point they're like, quiet, bud. So I, that was a funny pun, too. Um, but she runs off, and she ends up uh, coming across this caterpillar... Who is singing A-E-I-O-U. Yeah. Or whatever order he says those in. He's making smoke rings with yeah, the letters. With his hookah, because he's smoking a fucking hookah. He's getting high as fuck. mushroom. Yeah, I had asked you, like, what do you smoke in hookahs? Yeah, pretty much anything. Yeah. I don't know if you can smoke crack out of a hookah, but... I've... Can any of our crackheads out there... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never smoked anything, right. so... I don't know. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, he tells her to uh, recite. Mm-hmm. What she's supposed to be reciting, I don't know. But she starts reciting a poem. Yeah. And he's like, no. 
And he keeps blowing in her face, asking her, who yeah. are you? And she gets, like, upset eventually. As you obviously would when you get smoke blown in your face by some stupid shithead caterpillar. He's like, asking you stupid questions. And he's telling her, you better keep your fucking temper. Yeah. And uh, she's complaining about, like, being three inches tall. And it's he's, a wretched height. Yeah, he's, like, three inches high, you know. And I was like, yeah, that is you know, kind of a That's below height. average. That is a wretched height. <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Size matters. Alice knows um, how to use it, okay. And where does he go? He just kind of goes away. Or? What's that? Oh, no, he becomes a butterfly. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he becomes yeah. a butterfly. And he tells her, you know, one side of this mushroom makes you big and one size makes you small. Because apparently there's no there's other no devices yeah. Yeah. in this movie. Um, so she grabs a piece of each and is kind of looking yeah. at them she, like, what, She eats one. What do I do? And then it makes her gigantic again. I Mm -hmm. think she eats the other. makes her super small. So then she just licks the opposite one. So now we're licking mushrooms. Yeah, it's like a happy medium. Pun intended. Now we're licking mushrooms. You goddamn right where. Hookahs and mushrooms. Um, This is better than child murder. (laughs) So uh, that's probably why they murdered some children. They were high on fucking PCP or something. So she goes into a forest again. And this time she meets the Cheshire Cat. Yeah. Which I've always pronounced Cheshire <laughs> for whatever reason. But it's Cheshire. Yeah. And he, she's trying to ask him, like, which way out of the forest. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you go this way, the white rabbit. But if you go this way, the Mad Hatter and the hare and this way. And then he's telling her, she's like, she's like, I don't want to meet a Mad Hatter. And he's like, well, most everyone's mad here, which is a quote that everybody gets wrong. Yeah. Because everyone always says, we're all mad here. But that's not the quote. Yeah. I just want to point that out because people always say it. Yeah. So she ends up heading to the uh, Mad Hatter and because uh, she's curious. This movie was brought to you by the word curious. And they're having a tea party. Mm-hmm. And just the two of them. Yeah. The, the, Actually, the, no, there's three, excuse me. Yeah, the Mad Hatter, the Hare, and then the Dormouse. Yeah. The Dormouse is in a teapot. Just chilling out. Yeah. Being drunk as fuck. <laughs> and they're celebrating their unbirthdays. Because birthdays, guys, you only have once a year. But unbirthdays, you got like 364 of them. Mm-hmm. Unless you celebrate half birthdays, which is this new thing that kids do these days, and parents who feel bad for their kids who have summer birthdays, so you celebrate their half birthday during the school year, that way they get to celebrate it. Go fuck yourself. Isn't it fucking stupid? Go fuck yourself. This is the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, they're telling Alice that she's rude. She yeah. just fucking sits. She doesn't get invited in. Yeah. They don't ask her to sit. She just comes and sits herself. They got plenty of seats, man. They don't have any any signage up that says, you know, wait to be seated. Well, and we can tell by the way this goes, they don't care about cleaning dishes. They just fucking get more. Like, they don't care. No. Yeah. So they said to her, if you don't think, you shouldn't talk. <laughs> And, uh, but she does it anyway. Yeah. She just keeps blabbering on. And, um, yeah, I mean, she's just telling him, like, this is yeah, nonsense. No more nonsense, she says. This is stupid. This is stupidest tea party. And, uh, White Rabbit runs by again. Yeah. And what does he do? Is he late again? No, I think he made it this time. I don't think he did. No. I think he's pretty late again, because <laughs> that's what he does. So, yeah. <laughs> so they, she's pretty sick of this nonsense, so she goes chasing after him again. Into another forest. Yeah. Yeah. And this time there's some crazy birds, but they're they're pretty cool. Like the bird that had his body was a bird cage mm. and she like let the birds out so the bird had to go swallow those other little birds yeah. and get them back in the cage again. So that was kind of fun. And she's trying to find her way out, but she can't. 
And she finds a path, and she starts following it, mm-hmm. but then comes along this dog creature yeah. who has, like, a broom for a face, and he's brooming this path, so mm-hmm. it disappears. And so now she's just, she's lost in the middle of the woods, and she starts crying. And she says to herself, and this is, like, pinnacle moment, that maybe she should listen to her own advice. Oh, sometime. man. Yeah. Or maybe, hey, here, here's something else, Alice. Maybe listen to somebody else's advice, you stupid fuck. Well, she has a lot of advice that she gives out. She just doesn't listen to her own advice. So then the Cheshire cat shows up, and he's like, well, I got a shortcut. And he leads her to mm. courtyard? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Where these playing cards are painting roses red, because the queen only likes red. <laughs> And they, they planted white roses, so they're pretty much fucked at this point. I mean, we've been going on about murder. Yeah. This queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the red red wedding. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There's a card army. It's the queen of hearts. She's kind of a bitch. <laughs> kind of. And um, she's kind of pissed that there's paint all over her roses. Yeah. And so she sends those cards to get beheaded. <laughs> And with Alice, she's like, oh, she's a little girl. And then she gets Alice to play croquet. Mm-hmm. And as they're playing croquet, Cheshire Cat shows up. Cheshire Cat. That's right. Damn it. Cheshire. Cheshire. Where's he from? The Cheshire. <laughs> um, he shows up and he's on the queen. And Alice is like, look, look, there's a cat on you. And the queen's like looking around to the point where the queen ends up tumbling over and her like underwear is showing. Mm-hmm. And she's not having it. So... Basically, were you asleep? I, yes. Okay. Yes. You're looking at me like you're, uh, you're waiting for me to fill in the gaps. I knew it. I fucking knew it. That's right. I kept saying, "Babe, were you asleep?" And you'd be like, "Well, no, I, w- I wasn't no, at that point." No, but, but yes, like I, I think I made it through a pretty good amount of this fucking movie. You, you, and you ate beforehand, and I was like, "Are you sure you want to eat a big breakfast?" And you're like, "Oh, bro, I'll be fine." You're like, "Breakfast isn't the problem. This can't be that bad." Yeah. Are you saying it's bad? No. Okay. I'm just saying. Um, I, I would like to say, though, one thing that I did notice is that uh, I didn't have any of them cut-ass ladies in this movie. And that was pretty disappointing. <laughs> You're not into, like, ten-year-old girls? Or fucking nasty-ass queens. Yeah. I mean, her sister. Come on now. Anyway. So, the queen is pissed that she is looking like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So, she decides that she's going to behead Alice. But the king intervenes. Because there's a king. Yeah. And he's tiny. And he's kind of a pushover. Just total like, beta. Kind of. I mean, he's a pushover. Um, and he tells her, well, like, honey, like, we should go to trial. Like, we should we should let her have a trial. So they do. They have this trial, and Alice pretty much gets screwed from the start. You brought up three caballeros earlier. Yeah. I read that Jose Carioca is in the um, jury box. Oh, okay. I didn't even catch that. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, so Alice suddenly remembers that she has the mushrooms in her pocket. Okay. So she eats one, and it makes her huge again and because she's huge she starts talking shit to the queen that's right like you're a fucking bitch like you're mean and you're nasty somehow i think she ate the wrong thing again and she starts to shrink oh whoops yeah talk shit get hit and now she's small again so then she runs away and she runs and runs and runs and uh she reaches the doorknob because it's just right there now and she's like, let me out, let me out. And yeah. he's like, bitch, you're on the outside. Yeah. And she's like, what? And he's like, see for yourself. What? So she looks through the keyhole yeah. and she sees herself sleeping under that tree with her cat. There you go. And she's like, wake up, wake up. And so she does. 
And uh, her sister's like, Alice, recite your lesson. And so Alice starts reciting some nonsense that she learned from the caterpillar. And yep. her sister's like, oh. Jesus Christ, you're like, fucking hopeless. Yeah, you fucking idiot. And she just says, time it's time for tea. And then it's done. That's it. That's the end. And it's done. And that was 75 minutes of <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Let's go right into this. Some critical reception. Yeah, some critical reception. Well, first, it was uh, nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. for an Academy Award. That's an Oscar, right? What's that? An Academy Award. Yeah. That's yep. an Oscar. Oh. Yep. Um, so it was nominated for Instrumental Score, which was done by Oliver Wallace, but did not win. So we like to talk budgets. This movie. <laughs> and how bad Walt Disney was in the early not going. not good with his money. His poor brother trying to keep his shit together. So. Three million dollars to make this because it took five fucking years, three directors, thirteen writers that were credited. Yeah, like they're like 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 all this Huxley. Yeah, like like your boy Huxley. Seven hundred and fifty artists, eight hundred gallons of paint, a thousand different watercolor hues, and then three hundred and fifty thousand drawings and paintings. And so three million dollars. Yeah, it earned back two (laughs) point. No big deal. It's a six hundred k loss. Head short. So why do they think it did so poorly? Well, our boy Leonard Malden, mm-hmm. film critic slash Disney historian. That's right. My, my man. Um, he had quoted Ward Kimball, who's one of the Nine Old Men animators. Yeah. Ward Kimball said that he just felt like there was too many cooks. Like, they had too many directors. Um, they were all trying to top each other, trying to make the biggest, craziest sequence in the movie. And these all just kind of canceled each other out. Uh, well, Disney felt that Alice herself lacked warmth. But don't despair, you guys, because they made their money back. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you know how they made their money back, Graham? Exactly like Fantasia. Because in the 1960s, it earned a reappraisal from college-age audiences who appreciated its trippy nature, especially if they watched it under the influence. Uh, Walt didn't want to market and re-release uh, the experimental colorful early features as head films. But after his death in 66, that's what happened. Uh, they advertised it was psychedelic poster art. Alice, quote-unquote, was re-released in 74 and in 1981 with much greater success. In contemporary dollars, Alice, quote-unquote, earned $322 million over its lifetime. I, and Stephanie just rolled her eyes, just so you know. And I am also rolling my eyes. So, I no, I just I also want to just add that that what you just read was from Alice in Wonderland. I think it's AliceInWonderland.com. Yeah. I just want to make sure I give credit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm rolling my eyes because when I was in high school, I was reading the book Alice in Wonderland, and the exact kind of person you imagine who would love Alice in Wonderland was sitting in front of me, tie dye shirt, fucking piercing, face piercing. The stockest hippie you can imagine. Like a hemp necklace, turns around like, oh, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first? Should I go first? I feel, I feel like I went first last time, so I was going to uh, let you start. Uh, um, yeah, I really went into this much like I did with Pinocchio, where I was like, eh, I don't really want to watch it. Like, Well, like Pinocchio, I mean, that was fucking the most legit summer. Yeah, because I, I just was worried I wasn't going to like Pinocchio because I didn't like it like as a kid. Right. I didn't like this one as a kid. So, yeah, but when I watched it, um, I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate this movie so goddamn much i hate the people who love this movie i yeah i feel like you gotta take that out no like, just look the movie on its own okay well, let's so do that's that. like the people who hate tool because they hate tool fans or hate blink 182 because they hate okay. blink 182 fans. so let's take it out okay i fucking hate this movie okay um it's pointless 
It's stupid. It makes no goddamn sense. And for a movie, I mean, I know, like, the book itself is all about nonsense. Yeah. But I feel like you could improve upon that, which I don't really remember liking the book. Yeah. But I don't remember much of it. But you can improve upon that. Like, you're fucking Walt Disney Company. Take this story and make it and make it well. But instead, like, it's like... If what Ward Kimball or whatever that quote is true, that these multiple directors were trying to outdo each other, it fucking shows. It's terrible. There's nothing new as far as animation goes. It doesn't look as good as Cinderella. And that just came out a couple years before it. I mean, I turned to you after the credits and it like panned over the scenery. And I said to you, I already hate this movie because it just doesn't look like a big production. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, like, no advances that I can see technologically with the animation or sound or anything. The protagonist, Alice, is fucking unlikable. Mm -hmm. I hate her. She's an idiot. She doesn't learn anything. She even says at one point, like, oh, I should take my own advice. But then she fucking wakes up and she's just an idiot again. So, like, no character development whatsoever. She doesn't learn anything. There's no likable characters. The rabbit's a moron. Like, he's unlikable. Uh, Dodo's an idiot. Uh, Mad Hatter and them, they're just crazy weird and... The queen's a bitch. <laughs> like, no, no, everyone's obnoxious. The lizard's pretty legit. There's no memorable songs. Now, if they, I didn't hate the walrus segment as much as you. It's it's creepy. It's weird that these oysters were fucking kids. I think if you tweaked that, you would have a good short. Yeah. Because I could see it being very humorous. I feel like if you maybe even even if you made it like where they're Hansel and Gretel aged even. But they're babies. Yeah, they're just cute little you know what baby I mean? oysters like, in their bonnets and their little cribs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I just... Oh, my God. Like... Child murder is only okay when they're of age. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Like... Oh, my God. I... Sometimes I'm like, we should do drugs. Because maybe this would at least been fun to watch. It's not fun no, to watch. No. It's fucking... It's... Kevin, talk. Okay. I can't even. <sighs> like... If you love I, this... If you like this movie, it's divorce, babe. I just can't... No. Go. Well, go. Well, then I guess... You were getting divorced. <sighs> yeah. We are not getting divorced <laughs> because this movie is a monumental pile of shit. It's a failure. It really is. I. It, it felt like... Uh, even if you want to say that Lewis Carroll was writing a children's story, like from a children's perspective, it feels like a fucking adult with ADHD wrote this goddamn thing. Because it's just <laughs> like, oh, well, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And it's like Stephanie said. I have ADHD I know. and I can write better <clears throat> shit than this. But no, and it's like Stephanie said, almost all the all the characters are unlikable. And I can deal with an unlikable character character as long as it's in the service of like improving the story or like being a foil for a likable protagonist like that works there's none of that here like you said alice is a fucking idiot she doesn't she doesn't learn anything she's fucking whiny she uh is is stupidly adventurous and at the end like it comes out with one of the worst fucking tropes in movies 
It was all a dream. I told I told Josh because I talked about this a little bit with him. Was that a yesterday. trope as of the nineteen fifties when that came out? I have to imagine that it fucking would be in storytelling because it's a cop out. Yes. Like I, like, I told Josh, like we, we discussed it. And he's Our like, friend Josh, yeah, he was in town last yeah. night. Uh, like it's like shitty Inception. Like, like, <laughs> or uh, and and, and one, like if one, Christopher one, Nolan just Nolan just mailed it in. Yeah, like and and was a pedophile like Lewis Carroll. Um, but no, the uh, and, and another thing that Josh and I kind of talked about a little bit is he he said this is essentially a package film, and it is because none of these fucking things have anything to do with each other aside from being quote unquote in the same world. But it's all a fucking dream. It's episodic. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what the fuck is the point? Like, because I because I was thinking, you know, when I was thinking of where to rank this, you know, I I know I know just last episode uh, or before when I was talking about Cinderella and Ichabod and Mr. Toad separating the two because one was a package film and the other's a feature film and kind of separating the two genres almost. Mm-hmm. Like this is worse than a lot of those package films. It really is. Like I I, I feel like this is exactly how I felt when we watched Fantasia. That same type of thing. Like fuck this movie. But Fantasia has better segments. Like, and I was just waiting and waiting for this to get funny, yeah, to get charming. Like, and it never you did. Just it, made and Cinderella. I promise you guys, like, this is not fucking straight hot takery nonsense. Like, it just it sucks. This is not a good movie. No, it it really isn't. It's yeah. Like what? And and from a lot of what I've read, they were developing this for a long time. Yeah. Walt just fucking loved Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it's like a fucking passion project. Yeah, but it's one of those things like Song of the South where it's like there's red flags. So many people want to take this in different directions. Yep. You can't make this segment work because it just doesn't quite fit with this character. Like he forced this movie to happen and just stop. Like yeah. just. You- but I mean, apparently it worked out. In the end, obviously, anyway, since it made that much goddamn money. And we have so many 60s. remakes of it. Yeah. Like, holy fucking shit. Like, I mean, let's throw Johnny Depp in while we're at it. So, oh, God. It makes me mad. <laughs> let's look at our fucking rankings, Kevin. So mad right now. I'm. <laughs> All right, no, I'm going to put it last because I hated it. Like, even more than Song of the South? As much as. Alice I, in Wonderland is worse than racism. As much as I don't. <laughs> as much as i don't like song of the south watching it like i felt like i was glad i had watched it so that i knew where it was coming from i knew what the controversy was so now i've seen it and now i can discuss it alice in wonderland i can't get those 75 minutes back (laughs) i i never i never want to watch this movie again i never want to have watched it in the first place Maybe that maybe that's why people do drugs so they can unlock the part of their mind that allows them to get that time back. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Boo, blow your mind. Keanu Reeves face. <laughs> yeah, I just it's the worst fucking movie. <laughs> as bad as fucking Brothers Grimsby? No, but the second worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. Oh, uh, why do I have to go first? All right. Um, no, I already said it's going. Oh yeah, it's, it's going last. last. It's All dead. Right. So it's number 17 currently. Um, (sighs) At least, like, we're going into Peter Pan next. At least I know I'm not going to hate Peter Pan this much. Right. There's no possible way. This movie is the fucking worst. Second worst. Oh, man. (laughs) I think I don't want to put it last just because I feel like that's giving it too much power. Like saying it's the worst worst. 
So I think I'd, I'd probably put it ahead of like Saludos Amigos, just because I feel like Saludos Amigos is such a non-entity. Make Mine Music, eh. And Song of the South, I would probably say I liked more because I liked Uncle Remus. And some of the stories were pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, at least some of those characters were like Exactly. Well. So I think I would put this number 15. Uh, just just, a, just behind Song of the South, but ahead of Make Mine Music and Saludos Amigos. Because this is essentially a fucking package film. But if we're looking at package films, you don't think Make Mine Music is better? It has better segments? <sighs> I mean, I, I thought... I thought, think, I thought no, 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 no. You're fucking. You're not. You're not gonna out debate me. Don't even Kevin. fucking give me that face like you're so somebody. So Moonlight Amigos has uh, Goofy. Yeah. The Gauchito or Gaucho one. Yeah. You don't think that itself redeems it more? No, than- because I think okay. The one thing that I didn't say in my review is that this does have memorable characters. I will give it that. And like an advantage, I guess, in animation and just the tiniest bit of uh, cohesiveness. So I, I would say that, honestly, even though I really did not like this, I liked it better than Saludos Amigos. Because I, I think of Saludos Amigos, like I said, as just a non-entity, so even for a package you, film. So would you put it after Make Mine Music? Um, no. I think f- 15 is, is where I'd put it. Even with all the cats? What's that? All the cats in Make My Music? <sighs> yes. That that is that is a good segment, but yes. Oh, so number know. number fifteen. At least you didn't love it. I thought like no no no. I thought you were gonna, like this is going to be an instance like Dumbo. Don't fucking say like Dumbo's a goddamn bad no, thing. No, I'm just saying that we like yeah. had opposite opinions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, fucking waste of time. <laughs> it's your fault. You you made me. do I this. can't imagine there is going to be another Disney movie that I hate this much. I hope not. I mean, we have a lot more to get through. Yeah. But, yeah. No? No? no. <laughs> so what do we got coming up next week to, to, to stem your anger? Yeah. I need to go do some yoga. <laughs> um, next week, our short is Mickey's Steamroller. Woo! That poster is cute. <laughs> a little Mickey and a steamroller. And then our feature is Peter Pan. All right. And we can listen to What Makes the Red Man Red. Wow, come on now. Yeah. We'll have that to look forward to. But Alice has set such a low bar. We'll see what happens. That's exactly right. All right. That's all they want. That's what they wanted to do. We're going to go from one child pedophile to a fucking guy with, what is it called? Peter Pan syndrome? Dudes that don't grow up? Yeah. Was that a thing before Peter Pan was even made? <laughs> I'm sure it was a psychological thing, but Peter Pan just put a face to it. Okay. We'll get into that next. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Yeah. You guys, thanks for listening to me. Yeah, be thanks, mad. Thanks, thanks for trudging through this. Uh, we apologize for the negativity. No, we don't. If you love Alice in Wonderland, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right? God damn. I'm gonna take some more fucking acid and do more stock fucking bullshit things. Yeah, listen to the fucking Grateful Dead or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can you can add us, add us, and tell us why you like it. Yeah. Try and convince me. You're not going to, but you can try. Um, if you want to do that, at DTB Disney. At, at us. At us on Twitter or the gram. <laughs> and uh, subscribe, rate, give us a review. We like those. I like to read them. Share if you want to. We, you know, sure. whatever. Yeah. It's your we life. I don't care. Kevin. What's up? Do it up. Do it Disney, up. Disney, use up business. Fuck you guys. We have neighbors. I don't care about them. Oh, See ya. Bye.